Hey, it's Bilal Vakoni, and I'm joined by Alex Ross from Never Sleeps Network and Daniel Shahori from Second City, and we survived Survivor Series, so let's get right into it. You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Now, full disclosure, Alex, you didn't like this show. I survived. Uh, I don't. I feel like survive as my people are survivors. I feel like they've been through a lot worse than Survivor Series. So uh, I wouldn't say I survived Survivor Series. I just like I started doing work on my phone and stuff because I was actually more entertaining than actually going through this. I, I, I even thought that when you did that. I even think Rey mm. Mysterio had an opportunity to be electric, mm. like the run with this you know through line of him being cool again and they just dropped the ball why why does wwe constantly just do everything that nobody wants all right i was going to start with the main event but since you brought it up let's talk about the wwe championship match brock lesnar uh, much to my chagrin because i thought you and i both thought ray mysterio would win and daniel you thought lesnar would win and you yeah. haven't spoken yet so you kick it off uh, i was really surprised by the two of you <laughs> that you thought Alex is walking away as we speak. I, I, I was like, what is it that made you... So I'll just ask, it, what made you believe for one second that Ray might want to, was going to win that match? I think they crafted a great narrative, and I've told you this theory three times, but the people listening haven't heard it, so I'll give the short version. I thought Brock could lose, he could go away until January, he could be number one in the Royal Rumble, annihilate 15 straight people in the Royal Rumble, and then go to WrestleMania and face Rey Mysterio, but I was very wrong. Rey Mysterio just looks good with belts on. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, Ray looks the part of a champion in a small man's clothing. Like, I, I believe he's so versatile, even just as, like, the luchador or even just, like, this American-Mexican dream that he has going through. And Brock is just... Yeah glue he's paste he's like wall paste like how many how much more brock like i thought the brock train <clears throat> couldn't last this long well look guys i i it was it was uh it was fun because uh, i didn't believe it for one second but when you both said it i was like wouldn't that be nice yeah. and i was like because uh, it hadn't occurred to me that that was even possible that they would bu- you i was thinking what they did with kane velasquez and then mm. so, they're yeah. just going to suddenly have ray mysterio beat him that would have been weird. I he just... did sort of beat him up after that fight, though, and Ray looks strong. But anyways, I, I want to try to get through all this in 10 minutes because you guys want to get out of here. You've been bored by me enough. So let's, let's fire through these a bit. I'm and then, in... you know, where you really want, we'll go along, but we'll probably flip through these pretty quick. The, the actual main event, and we sort of talked about not leaving a bad taste in people's mouth, was the women's triple threat with Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch, and Bailey. And this pretty much went how you would have expected. Baszler won by getting the submission on Bailey. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch got sidelined by being yeah. put behind a table, and then she kind of attacked her after. After all this, I just wanted a WrestleMania match with Baszler and Becky. I think that's yeah. the best case scenario. I think we got exactly what we expected, which was the right thing, and I think yeah. you're going to get exactly what you're hoping. Yeah. So this is uh, this was great. Yeah, I think it's as good as it got, yeah. Alex. Yeah. Bailey W. Bailey <laughs> All of it, w. including that. It was everything we hoped for. Oh man! Uh, in, in another, in a match that was much more predictable than the last two we we spoke about, the Universal Champion Bray Wyatt annihilated Daniel Bryan. But I will say to Daniel Bryan's credit, uh, I think Daniel, who's here, I think Daniel Bryan was the best challenger possible for Wyatt. And yeah. as much as I want them to build Wyatt up as a super strong, supernatural character. It probably doesn't get much better than this from this point onwards with Bray. At this point in time, I agree, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure where he goes next, even. So, so yeah, uh, 
I don't think there'll be a rematch. No. I'm not sure where Bray Wyatt goes next. Mm. But, uh, so yeah, he was the right guy at the right time. And Alex, you saw Bray Wyatt debut for the first re-debut at SummerSlam. How much, if you're going to put a percentage on this, as a a slightly more casual fan than me and Daniel, how much um, of the allure from Bray has already been washed off on a percentage basis for you? You know what? Surprisingly a low percentage. Mm -hmm. Being casual, coming back to this interesting red Mm -hmm. match... Mm -hmm. Like, doing things that I never thought would actually work in a television realm. Like, an all-red... It's almost like black and white, but... Not just even with Wyatt, but, like, it almost made me feel like Raw matches should sometimes be in red, and SmackDown matches should sometimes be in blue. That was your first time seeing that. Yeah, that was my first time seeing that. I don't know! Like, it's so memorable... Yet, like, wrong on so many levels, but there's so much that needs to actually evolve in this game, in this industry, and I just think that's just trying something is, Mm. you know, is commendable. Yeah, Mm. and they could turn it off his next match, and I don't think any of us would be too disappointed. I think we've all now kind of got a chance to experience it. Another thing that didn't disappoint was the mid-card title, because I'm just going to call it that, uh, showdown with AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Roderick Strong. And I, I, so going into this, we talked about this being the closest match on the card. And I think the fact that Roderick Strong, who, if you go by the Vegas odds, had the least odds to win this match, won it. And to my surprise, not to your surprise, Daniel, because you picked him. Uh, and I know Alex had Shinsuke Nakamura. I think this might have been the only match where we were all divided equally. Uh, I thought this was great. And I think Roderick, if they want to... They can make him one of the biggest stars in the company one day if they want to. That's a good way to start, and because each of them had a reason why you thought it was likely that they could have won. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Shinsuke just got the new belt the night before, and the Sammy. Uh, the Sammy. Well, he's got Sammy in his corner. Oh, Sam- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 right, and he had the advantage, of, uh, and uh, AJ's. Uh, you know, he's just doing well, also, um, but. Uh, I think that was my favorite match still. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you, Alex. It sucked the life out of the rest of Survivor Series, though. It could have been better. The pacing died down in a few spots, and it just kind of just stalled. Yeah, it was a longer match, no doubt, and it took a lot of twists to finally get where it wanted to land, but after that match, it was kind of hard to kind of stick with the rest of Survivor Series. I, I, I'm surprised that they didn't think of actually making that one of the later matches, maybe. Mm. Why was, like, a 45 an hour almost? That match seemed like it went on for a long time. Yeah. Because they had, uh, as always, they had matches that didn't need to be on the show. Yeah, and we were going to pretty much almost exclusively get into those, but let's talk about the true uh, traditional Survivor Series match. Team Raw, for anyone who's lost track, captained by Seth Rollins, along with Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre. Now, before I go any further, there was a backstage segment where we saw Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens kind of, you know, arguing over who would betray who. Neither happened. Neither, no. But it was enough to trick you, Daniel, to change your pick from Raw to NXT. You're, that's true. So they got right. you. They yeah. worked you. Uh, and then SmackDown, whose team captain was billed as Team Corbin. I, I, I really dispute this because you got Roman Reigns on the team, and he was sort of marketed as the captain leading Braun Strowman, Mustafa Ali, and Shorty G. And he ended up getting the final, final pinfall against... Uh, of all people, Keith Lee from Team NXT, which also featured uh, Tommaso Champa, I would say his name weird, Matt Riddle, who is always a pleasure, Walter, who you love, Daniel, and Damian Priest, who I didn't think should have been there. We all thought Team NXT would win. Yeah. Uh, just based on all the th- turmoil between the Raw teams, 
uh, and sort of the overall narrative, which I think, Daniel, you hit perfectly, was NXT had to look good. And when the final tally was up there, it was NXT 4, Raw, and SmackDown 3 or 4 combined. Right. So they did do that. But in this match, which was one of the biggest showcases of the brands, they didn't do it. Right. Well, I think the overall... What I really was predicting, I think overall NXT was going to win the night. Yeah. And I thought that would be like a microcosm of it. But mm. So they didn't need to win that match because yeah. they were going to give them the points elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, well said. I thought it, it went about strangely. The, the, the Walter thing was really confusing. Yeah, he was the first one out for Team NXT, which... Why not Priest? You know, I, I think he was, was he the first one out of the entire match. Yeah. So why not Shorty G? Why not... Uh, ricochet. I, I, I don't... I, I agree with you entirely. You made a very good point. Because you're, you're a Walter fan, and I think you could sense me and Alex from two different perspectives, one more hardcore, one less hardcore, weren't quite there on Walter. I sort of agree with you long-term. and But it, to, to make him that guy, you have to make him look strong. And when we get to the SmackDown Women's Championship match, we'll sort of talk more about building people up strong. And it was weird that of all the guys in this match, I think the, per- the two people who looked the best were Keith Lee and Roman Reigns, because they were the last two. Sure. And then after yeah. that, there was that moment where Shorty G uh, matched up with, help me out here, uh, super athletic guy from NXT, Matt Riddle. Yes. And I could see that as like a cross-brand feud I'd want to watch and be invested in. Of course. Or even them having a series of matches, because they're so good. But it was a weird match. Like, I didn't see Mustafa Ali have a breakout moment. Uh, Braun Strowman ran around the ring so much, he got counted out. That was very odd. That was odd. Creative, too. though. That was, I agree with you. It was creative. It was like, okay. It was creative, but it was also... Yeah. You've never done that before. Well, I think a writer just had to run yeah. somewhere and realized yeah. how hard running was. Uh, Alex, your thoughts on this? Because we're you know trying to throw everything in here. Just as a casual fan, it's just nice to finally see some Survivor Series in this Survivor yeah. Series. Some original... Fuck yeah. sakes. Yeah. Like, like, why... That was... You're right. It was a traditional... Yeah, like, yeah. why did they take away from that in every other match except for this one? And I guess the triple threat with Nakamura and AJ... But like I No, you're right. That's not even a traditional Survivor Series match, no. though, to your point. And there wasn't a tag team, a traditional like because that's something they've done in past years. They've had tag team versions of this match. And uh, and let me throw this to you first, Alex, you made a great point. Would you rather next year they don't do a brand thing and just use all of these rosters to build up the teams sort of like they did at Crown Jewel with Team Hogan, Team Flair, and they kind of maybe this year it was too close, but Maybe that's what they should do. We should be seeing the the horsewomen of uh, MMA and WWE going head to head, and then we should see you know Seth nice. Rollins have to build a team from the people who don't hate him yes. between the three rosters, yeah. and Roman Reigns build up a team with the people who actually like him, or like The Rock from the yeah. three rosters. Like I think that would be better, and I, we of know course. why they did this was to compete with AEW, uh, but I think it was a problem. And let me go right into the women's match because Bailey W. Well. The Women's Survivor Series match. Sorry to disappoint you, Alex. Uh, Sasha Banks, captaining Team SmackDown, along with Lacey Evans, Carmella, Dana Brooke, and Nikki Cross. I picked this team because I felt like everyone on it needed to be pushed. Taking on the Raw team, captained by Charlotte, along with her new best friend, Natalia, her worst enemies, Asuka and Kari Sane, and Sarah Logan for some reason. Taking on Team Ripley from NXT, which had Candice LeRae, Tony Storm, Bianca Belair, and Io Shirai. And and credit to Rhea Ripley, who picked this team after War Games, and picked two of her opponents in War Games because she was so impressed with them that and a lot of her team was decimated in War Games. This was really good. This was where we got the NXT win with Rhea Ripley and there were some yeah. very good moments here. I, I, was, I love this, Daniel. I thought, I thought this was what you wanted from a Survivor Series match. 
Yeah, I, 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 I actually forgot about this for a few moments because that was a really good... Now that when you were recapping, I was like, oh yeah, that was... Yeah, so th this also was up there for <coughs> the, 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 the top matches of the night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And just the talent in this match. Like, I, you got to see Charlotte in there with Rhea. You got to see... So many, yeah. Io Shirai and Kairi yeah. Sane. I don't even know if we got Io and Asuka because there was so much going on. Uh, Alex, what, what did you think of this? Were you... Uh, I came at the tail oh, end. Oh, yeah, I forgot. For that one. You didn't have to admit that. No, I mean, I, I think the whole Sasha Banks thing is going in a good direction mm. for WWE as a whole. But uh, she's going to need to evolve into something. I don't think... Aside the, from Bailey's friend. Yeah, or from Snoop's niece. Niece, yeah. Yeah, you can't just into, do the second. They rarely call. I th I'm surprised they hold back on that, to be honest. Well, the new entrance team features Snoop more prominently. What were they, what were they waiting for? This company that they had, they showed restraint on something like this. It was odd. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, too, because I, I talk about this SmackDown team needing to be pushed, and it just illustrates that, and this is why I think Bailey could have lost later in the night, because nobody on the SmackDown team poses a threat to Bailey aside from Sasha, who's her friend. Right. So if you give her a title program with Lacey, Carmella, Dana, Nikki, and she's already had the one with Nikki, she's going to win all those programs. And Bailey's going to hold that title for five to six more months, I think, regardless. So uh, this is why I, I kind of am surprised, because Rhea Ripley's already established as number one contender for Shayna Baszler, who Alex hates, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Alex is not a fan of Shayna Baszler. But uh, Rhea Ripley's, like, she's established. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think they needed this. And Candice LeRae and Io Shirai didn't even finish this match. They, like, left and came back. And right. I, you know. Well, look, uh, I was happy that this match didn't get the parade of stupid finishes. Like, yeah. Like, the, the finisher parade. Mm -hmm. for, that's just one boom, 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 boom. Uh, <coughs> that they've gotten in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, it, in fact, the men's match had a lot more of the stupid finishes than this oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was happy for that, at least. Yeah, should have gone. this was the opener, too. They should have gone later in the card. Yeah. Uh, quickly, we'll fire off the last couple of matches, because I'm way over time. NXT champion Adam Cole... Defended. Yep. We, we predicted this match didn't need to be on Survivor Series. And for some reason in the pre-show, we had the Viking Raiders, which counted in the tally. This was, I think, the only match Raw won against the Undisputed Era and the New Day. How bizarre. The only match that Raw won on Survivor Series was on the pre-show. Yeah. Raw, who knew, eh? They're that, really running that, away from uh, those three hours. That's never been... Uh, Raw has never been the... Not the main focus and forever. Yeah, they're not the yeah. worst brand. They're they're last. Yeah, and overall, like uh, I often don't watch Raw. I listen to the like I'll watch all the other shows. It's like Raw is like fourth on my list of the shows I have to watch. On How have times changed? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that Fox money. Um, I think that sums up Survivor Series really well. Do you guys want to throw anything else in? I'm already losing my voice. Don't buy peanut butter rollers. They're on sale. They're not good. They're not as good as anything from Just Reese's. Just eat Reese's yeah. something. Yeah. Good Just party tips here. Don't eat Rolo peanut butters. I uh, enjoyed them. It's my first time, and uh, <laughs> I would have them again. Okay, so so, so yeah. mixed bag on, on the Rolos, uh, uh, which is about a pretty... Peanut butter Rolos? I thought they were fantastic. Yeah, yeah on, in, on paper, in theory, way better than actual. So you know what I love about this? I, if we took out that and said Survivor Series, I think your opinions on this and Dan's opinions on peanut butter Rolos are about your guys' takes on Survivor Series. 
What was your final score? Was yours like a, Ooh, a passing that's a grade? Good question. Yeah, I, you know what? I, if I get to be the tiebreaker, and I think I, I do get to, uh, I, I'd give this an above average, maybe a 7.5 to an 8. I, I, what? I, that's I, a high wow. above average. And I'll, I'll tell you why. You, you give the women the main event. I think that's always going to be good, especially when the promo was, the, the you know, the buildup was so good. And, and I think we believed in Ray. And I think that says a lot. You know, a lot of times when Brock faces people we don't believe. And even the Wyatt match, Daniel Bryan got the best match out of him you can, and I think Wyatt needs to win. And the mid-card match was great. You know, the Survivor Series matches had their moments. Okay, there's things I would change. There's ways I would change this. But, and, and it was good to see NXT get the push. Ray's outfit, Ray Mysterio's was outfit was on point. Joker or yeah. Doink the Clown, whatever you <laughs> want to call it. Oh, it was good. It I, was good. I think mostly the, the things that probably should have happened happened. Yeah. Other than the Walter thing. Look, they, they sh- yeah, good point. Yeah. And they should have moved a title, because I know Alex was like, Do, uh, title's actually on the line? And I'm like, yeah, it'd be good if they uh, proved that by moving one. Um, mm. My voice is gone. Last thoughts? Anything else? Thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, this was a great we're on, time. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Oh, no, Royal Rumble's next. Yeah. TLC is next. Okay. <coughs> When's, like, oh, yeah, because it's Christmas time, right? Yeah. But don't expect a party from me for that one. Uh, and and we're ignoring the AEW pay per views. Listen, I know I know you're fighting for it, Dan. Let's um, we'll see. I'm not I'm not saying no to you AEW. Just pay for them, right? That's the problem. Yeah. You're already paying for the network, and now I gotta buy a freaking AEW. I've already got Disney Plus, and I'm watching yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah, me too. You know? How much is an AEW pay per view? Good question. I don't even know. Uh, depends how thirty to fifty, depending. Yeah. On. All right. Yeah. Well, we can all pitch. Five shekels each. We'll be fine. All right. Well, uh, this is mad up. <laughs> anyway. Just find three more people. We'll uh, continue to negotiate this away from the podcast. Uh, I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Yeah, all right. I, hear, I hear they're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anything you guys can promote beyond me plugging my Twitter at below 87 before I get banned again? Uh, I was going to plug the next AEW paper. I don't remember what it <laughs> is. Right, no. That's it. I don't know what it is, but yeah, uh, just check out AEW. I'd like to... Plug uh, the Express with uh, Bilal Vakani. Oh, that's a good one. Smart. Yeah. (laughs) Plugging it here, though, isn't really that effective. Uh, Plug it on a different podcast. Anyways, I'll continue to negotiate that. Uh, Thank you, guys. I'm out. Thank you. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 